Hey guys, welcome back to Kwana's Corner. What's going on? Happy Thursday, Friday Eve, Friday Junior, whatever you want to call it. I hope your work week has been going well. We are slowly wrapping up 2020. Well, I shouldn't say slowly, rather quickly. <laughs> wow, Christmas is on about a week and some change. Over a week and some change, and then you know, right after that, boom, there's New Year's. Do you guys ready? Are, what do you guys do for the holidays? What do you What do you do if you if you celebrate, whether it be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, or if you don't celebrate at all, and maybe you just take that time to gather with family and visit friends, you know. What about New Year's Eve? Any big plans? So I live in New York City and New Year's Eve, of course, is a huge what to do here. Uh, Of course, there's always the ball dropping in uh, Times Square, which as a true New Yorker, I have never in my life done and I probably never will do. It is pure chaos in Times Square New Year's Eve. I will never subject myself to that. And I've been living in New York almost all my life, except when I left for college so out of all that time there has only been maybe two two that i can count new year's eve when it has been warm and i don't even mean warm like summer because we know that's not possible here in new york city (laughs) i mean warmer to the point that it was maybe 40 degrees outside for like the end of december baby i'm still not standing outside to watch a ball fall (laughs) you couldn't pay me oh no it does look like something big to do and you know what maybe I shouldn't say never because it would be nice to maybe have like an airbnb somewhere in that vicinity or a hotel room of course I'm certain hotel prices are astronomical on that night especially if you have a view of the ball or um maybe have a friend I'll come into a friend who lives somewhere along there and I could just like hang at their house and have a big shindig and you know go watch anyway other than that every New Year's Eve we have a seafood family get together okay popping bottles of champagne my aunt has to have her Moscato we really just have a good time like literally just have a great time uh there's always snow crab legs there's always shrimp um i wish i wish i'm i'm gonna maybe i should see if i could make some char grilled oysters because we had those in, in uh in louisiana in new orleans rather well same you you get where i'm going <laughs> I said the state and said the city. You know what I mean. But we had them and they were so good. So I wonder if I could make them here. That'd be great. Even the like alligator, we had like alligator bites. Oh my gosh. They call it chicken in the swamp. <laughs> if I could find out here, I would make that too. Cause it was good, baby. Yeah, me having that whole uh I'm trying to think about becoming a vegan. Yeah, honey, that went out the window while I was there. <laughs> but anyway, 
Moving along. I did, you know what? I came across a story, right? The, brace yourself for this, okay? So this actually took place in Missouri, right? Um, a teacher actually gave an assignment to fifth grade students, right? The The outline for this project was setting prices for different things and then reflect on topics such as a free com- uh, free market economy and wealth, right? Doesn't seem too bad. They had 12 different things. Some were lumber, tar, wool, milk, etc. Then became the questionable part. There was a question on this assignment that read, you own a plantation or farm and therefore need more workers. You begin to get involved in the slave trade industry and have slaves work on your farm. Your product to trade is slaves. Set your price for a slave. These could be worth a lot. What in the 1800s was the teacher thinking? Why did the teacher think it was okay to do this? The principal said the the assignment was culturally insensitive. Absolutely. And, I mean, the teacher expressed remorse, but I don't know. Like, that's real, like, outside the box to be thinking. Not only is that outside the box, it makes me look at you with a side eye. Like, let me trace your roots. Your mom and daddy, they, your grandpa and grandma used to own the big house. Yeah? Somewhere? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. No, 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 I want to say regular person. But just anybody who doesn't have that, if you have that mindset, you're going to think like that. It just, where? Slaves? You thought that it was great to teach a fifth grade class and have them do a assignment about setting the price for slaves. Listen, we went to Whitney Plantation out in New Orleans, and while we were there, this is the only plantation that actually focuses on the life of the lives of slaves, right? Being there and reading some of these documents, hearing the stories that are told, you actually see the price of a slave okay it was very oh man it opened up parts of me i didn't even know existed they had the ages the names and how much they were worth a 32 year old man strong he he was priced at $300. Now, of course, back then, $300 is a lot of money. Granted, get it, that's fine. Totally understand that. But, no, I don't understand that. I don't want to say I understand. Because to put a price on a human being, is so inhumane 
not only well this teacher's currently on leave but not only do they need to be fired no they need to really be exposed to like like why did you think that was okay to do and at that um a parent to a mixed child is the one who actually brought it to surface like she realized like she was helping her child with their homework and was just like wait wait what tell her husband who's black babe come read this and he was just taken back i i literally couldn't believe it I, that's just crazy but you know what Without me getting too deep into politics, I will say ever since Trump got into office, people have had the white dacity, not the audacity, the white dacity, okay? Just, oh, that's what you've been thinking all this time, Fred? That's what you would like to think about me? Uh Oh, So, Trump put the battery in your back and you feel like you can go? Hmm. Just remember, I'm not my ancestors. Keep that same energy. Okay? Okay. Yeah, y'all. Moving along, though. This is the season for giving. To get more on a positive note, it is the season for giving. So, whether you have a lot or little to give, please help out someone in need. If you're walking by someone who's, you know, sitting on a sheer homeless person and you may have some leftovers from a dinner you just came from and, you know, it's just like, now I, I, I'll be fine if I don't eat these. Let me go ahead and hand it over to them. You know, ask them if they would like it. Hey, would you like something to eat? If they're sitting in front of a store you're about to go in and you can afford to, you can afford to, you know, without... Breaking your bank, can I grab you a sandwich, a coffee, bagel, something? It's it's a season of giving. It, it it doesn't hurt. I mean, even though I feel like we should do it way more often than just now. Definitely just chip in. Just chip and help out a little bit. I see um Natalie, uh, she has a I can't remember what the name of her uh page is right now. But um, she has a whole, like, website that she does. And she had a Sismus. And for her Sismus, she actually collected women's feminine products and went ahead and gave them out. And I'm like, yo, that's so sweet. That is really sweet. Oh, you know what? Her, um, her page is called Nellie's Compass. That's what it's called. Nellie's Compass. I think that was dope. I did it um maybe two years two years ago or three years ago with um some members of a sorority and fraternity. It was it felt really good to give back. It it really did. And um my daughter is actually part of a mentorship program which is actually run by a sorority and for for it she has to well you know of course me not really her but she'll be actively picking out the gifts we are helping out a family a family of seven so it's the mom and the kids and the kids range from 
15 to a 15 years old to a newborn. So we're going to be helping them out and uh, getting some things to them. And I, I just, it gives me the opportunity to actually talk to the twins about being grateful for every little thing that they have. For being able to have the opportunity to give someone some something else. Whether it's small or big. It always feels good to give back and genuinely do it like people who take out their phones and and record it and post it i'm just like did you really want to do that did you really want to help out that person or were you doing it just to post it just to say hey look look what i'm doing and it's like it leaves a bad taste in my mouth like it's just mm, what are you doing ew i can understand if if you're while you're doing it Someone else catches you, like, doing that, like, wow, that's such a good deed to do. And they record it, that's fine. You know, there are still some people out here with a heart. Still some people. Like, some people who will just go and drop money to a homeless person. Never pull out a camera. Never write about it. Tell, like, the paparazzi about it. They just do it off the strength of, I came into some money, I got some money, I want to share or they're a celebrity and they feel like doing it. Like like Jay-Z and Beyonce. There's so much that they do to give back that never, 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 never get seen. Never get seen. Let them do a documentary and they talk about it. It's like, wow. I, I, I didn't even know I did that. <laughs> and it's much more appreciated when you do it from your heart than doing it from hey look at me look at me look at me look at me anyway so this podcast this week is going to be very personal it is going to be very vulnerable and i'm sure some of the things i'm about to say some of you may be like what girl so prepare yourself i was having a talk with my mommy friend malika hey malika and we were just talking and we were talking about you know our kids and i was telling her a story about my children's father and she was like girl i had no idea so I said, you know what? This week in the podcast, I'm going to share a little something personal about myself. Because I'm I'm a very, very, very close-off person. Unless you know me personally or really close to me, then you know that. Okay, I'll open up. But normally, no. So, let's let's start out at the beginning. So, I left New York back in 2005 to go to college out in Philadelphia, right? I had never been away to school. And at the time when I left, I think I was 22. So I was beyond, you know, the normal, normal starting colleges. I did go to college prior to that, but it, I just, so I decided that I really wanted to, well, I really decided that I wanted to cook. Like I really wanted to, 
be a professional like chef, right? So I went out to school in, in Philly because I felt like Philly was close enough to home that if I wanted to come back, I didn't have to fly back. I could just hop on a bus and get back home in two hours. And it was just further enough for my parents that if they want to come, they had to call. Hey, we're on our way. We're going to come. Da, 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 right? Cool. So I went to school, whatever. While I'm in school, um, of course, working because I need coinage. Um, I worked at the mall, um, the King of Prussia Mall to be specific. And I, listen, I worked, I think at my first job there was Starbucks. From Starbucks, I went to another job and I went to another job. It, it was a small work. Hmm. So I started working at this picture place. And at this picture place, we were like a, a little small family because it was just like, uh, there were three camera rooms and we were surrounded by each other a lot. So we got pretty close. Well, one of the guys that was there, we, we got real close. We all hung out together. We chilled sometimes. One day, one morning, actually, um, I don't remember the phone call came in and we found out he passed away. There was a like horrible like car crash. I think it was on Concha Con I can't even say Concha Hawken. Concha Y'all if you live in Philadelphia, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was a really bad car crash and he was involved in a car crash and I think everyone in the car crash passed except maybe one person or maybe everyone passed not. I don't remember all that but I know he did. So a lot of the staff was just like really glum that day and it just so worked out the powers that be it was a really slow day so you know most of us got to kind of hang back and they let us know if you know if you want to go home you feel free to go home we could cover for the day don't worry about it and we kind of hung out anyway my best friend he worked at another store in a mall and he, you know, I told him what happened. Well, actually, I think, oh, at the time, we were living together. We were living together. And I told him what happened, you know, and he was like, yo, come on, I'm take I get some cheesesteaks. It was me and my girlfriend. He took him to take I get some cheesesteaks. I ain't never had these cheeses before. Best cheesesteaks in Philly, blah, 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 blah. Now, I've heard this before from people in Philadelphia, and I was like, yeah, sure. But he took us to Max's. In North Philly, over there by Temple, if you had Max's, whoo, you know. So anyway, while we're waiting online, he's like, "Yo, I see my people's over there." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Like, okay, cool. So he goes and talks to them or whatever, and he talks to this one guy, and I happened to peep, and I'm like, "Oh, shorty on a fly." He had on some, mind you, this is this is 2005. He had on some True Religion jeans, a Bay hoodie, and some Fresh Thames. Now, if you live in New York, you know this is like back in 2005. That was just like the it, like shorties, fresh, wave spinning, all of that. I'm like, ooh, he cute, right? My best friend comes back. I'm like, who's that? He was like, who's who? I'm like, who's that he was talking to? He tells me his name, and I'm just like. So can I meet him? He was like, nah, bugging, not happening. I was like, no, come on, come on, come on, for real, for real. Let me meet him, let me meet him. He was like, 
I'll introduce you. That's all I'm doing. I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. So he tells his friends to come and he introduces us. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, how you doing? So I'm like, oh, you, you know, you cute or whatever. And he's like, oh, for real? I'm like, yeah. He was like, sorry, you funny, whatever. He's like, where you from? So, of course, I'm like, New York. He's like, I could tell you got an accent. I was like, I don't have an accent. He's like, nah, you really do. I was like, whatever. I was like, you sound mad country, so there's that. So we exchange numbers, and he's like, I'm going to hit you later. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we get in the car, and my best friend is driving me and my girlfriend to the dorms. He actually called me within like 30 minutes of me leaving him. And he's like, yo, what you doing tonight? And I'm like, um, nothing. By this time, it's like maybe 11, maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, nothing. I'm like, I got to work in the morning. And then I have class later on. Like, I'm not doing nothing. He's like, all right, so I'm going to call you later. I'm like, um, okay, cool. So I was like, hey, how old are you? So he was like, 30? I'm like, 30? You do not look 30. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. He's like, how old are you? So I was like, um, I think I was 22. Then my birthday party was 23. 22, 20, I think I was 23 at the time. And he was like, all right, cool, cool. I'll meet you later. Bye. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um... We talk we talk for like a good maybe week and some change and he asks me if I wanna go out on a date. I say yeah. We do like uh we went to the movies, which was cool. And then from the movies we went to like we went to like a, a diner, like a diner down South Street or something. To me it was mind you, I'm not from Philly, so I'm just like this is fun for me. This is this is fun. So we went out to eat, we ate, we talked. And whatever. And he just, he dropped me back off. And I remember I had my girlfriends help me get dressed. And I'm like, this is cute outfit. Anyway. So, in the midst of us, you know, getting to know each other, he knew that I went to school for culinary. So, one day I asked him, I was like, hey, you want to come over? Like, I'm going to cook. And he was like, girl, you can't cook. I was like, no, I can cook. My daddy told me how to cook. I can cook. I was like, and I learned different things at school. He was like, yeah, all right, fine, whatever. Come mess up my stomach. I'm like, okay, boy, whatever. So cool. He comes over, and he comes, of course, with my best friend. So he in there like, what you cooking? What you cooking? Let me see. He said, oh, you made baked macaroni and cheese? That actually looks good. I was like, I know it does because I made it. And I made collard greens and I think barbecue chicken. And then I had an apple pie that I actually had made in class earlier in the day. And he was like, you ain't make that pie, girl. That pie came from the store. I was like, no, I actually made that in class. Like, with my hands, made that, yeah. He's like, all right, we're going to see if it's good. So me being a hostess with the most, I serve everybody, they plates or whatever. So I'm like, tell me how the food is. So my best friend busting down his food. My girlfriend busting down her food because they already know what it is. He started eating the food. He was like, stop. Looked at me. You made this. I was like, yes. You ain't make this food, girl. I was like, I told you I did. He's like, this, this is slimy. This is good. All right, cool. 
so um i had a single room because we had like a suite style dorm so he stayed over that night and i had a i had a room to myself i had a single room to myself he stayed over how in the world we slept in that small twin bed i can't even tell you but anyway so maybe a few days after that we kind of made things official like okay you're my boyfriend girlfriend blah 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 blah, blah. cool that was fine and then things kind of went downhill from my friend passing away I kind of like slacked on school and just missed a few classes or whatever and I ended up getting kicked out of school right so when I get kicked out I'm like there's no way I'm going back to New York I'm not going back to New York without something in my hand (laughs) you bugging so I called my parents and I told them what happened. So my mom was like, oh, you coming back home? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, daddy, I really, I told my dad, I don't want to come back home. Like, I want to see if I could, you know, try out for another school, you know, just see what I could find out here. So my dad is like, okay, well, what are you going to do? Where are you going to stay? So I'm like, um, I'm going to stay with my friend right now. My friend had actually moved off of campus and she lived in, what is it called? Roxbury, Roxborough. I, I don't, I don't remember what the heck it was called. She lived somewhere else, and I was like, I was. She let me stay with her, whatever. But what ended up happening is it was some type of misunderstanding with her roommate, and her roommate ended up staying, and I didn't have anywhere to go. So I called my best friend, like, "Yo, I, I need somewhere to crash." And he was like, "Yo." You come stay with me, homie. It's cool. I don't, I don't mind. Like my roommate moved out. He's like he got a whole. You got like you got a whole room to yourself. You don't gotta sleep on the couch or nothing. You could take the other room. I'm like ah. Right. He's like yo. My only rule is no dudes running throughout my house. And I'm like all right. That's cool. I could buy by that because at the time, the only person I was seeing was his friend. So I'm like all right. That's fine with me. So I ended up moving in with him, and then I, I think. I asked my kid's father at the time, can I stay with him? He was like, I don't really think that's comfortable. Like, we don't really know each other like that. Like, we do, but not that good to be living together. And I was like, you know what? All right, cool. Because then I was like, girl, you don't know what you're getting yourself into to move in with a dude. Like, this is different. This is your friend you're living with versus a man that you, you know, with. All right, fine. Let's fast forward some. Uh, we're in this relationship or whatever. And we come to a point where uh, I'm working at the mall. Like, I'm opening and closing the mall. And he's working to pretty demanding job. He's working too, but literally it went from me seeing him maybe three times a week to barely seeing him. And in the midst of that time, um, of course, we were having sex or whatever. And we had not one, but two pregnancy scares. The first time, he was like, oh, you're going to get you look careful, blah, 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 And I was like, okay, okay, okay I'm going to go on birth control. When I'm birth control, it didn't really agree with me. Like I was, Like, I gained a lot of weight. So I came off the birth control. And when I came off, you know, I told him, he's like, all right, we're going to be careful, blah, 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 blah. Another scare happened. When that scare happened, 
he was like, yo, you know, you really got to think about your insurance. You know, you don't have insurance here. You know, how how would you go, f- you know, to get your checkups and stuff, you know, with a baby? Like, you should really think about that. And I'm like, all right. He's like, you know, if you need my help, just let me know. Cool beans. I was like, I'm good, though. It's not going to happen. So because we didn't see each other that we didn't see you that much. We were doing a lot of arguing, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Um, I was just like, you know what? I am going to just nip this in the bud. Let's just let this go. Um, in the midst of one of our breakups, I actually have found somebody. Well, not found them. He actually found me. But it was good. Like, it was real good. It was it was what I wanted at that time. The consistency, great job. My kids, the father didn't have kids, and neither did this other guy. He didn't have any. Like, he was really, like, promising me the world. And I'm just like, and his words max his actions. But for some reason, I couldn't let go of my drug of choice, which was my kid's father. So at that point, I was just like, nah, I'm going to cut him off. I'm going to cut my kid's father off, and I'm going to go be with this dude. And we just going to rock out and go do our thing. I remember that night, like the back of my hand because I, I called him and I was like, we need to talk or whatever. And he's like, I, I'm at the club. I'm going I'm to come stop by you when I finish. You know, clubs in Philly close at two. And then it was over the weekend or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. He came by. We did what we did. Blah, blah, blah. He bounced. I'm like, cool. Nice parting gift. <laughs> whatever. Only for me to realize as my 25th birthday is approaching, I'm missing someone. My period, like, just never showed up. And what's weird about it is two months prior to that, my younger sister found out she was pregnant. The month before that, my twin sister found out she was pregnant. So... I didn't think about it. And my twin sister, remember, my twin sister telling me, yo, be careful. There's something in the water. You know, she's joking. There's something in the water. And I'm, whatever. And I remember I was at her house because it was our birthday weekend. And I was sleeping on her couch. If you've been pregnant, you know that tired in that first trimester you feel. Yo, I could not wake up. Like, I, it felt like someone was just pulling me back down on the water because I just literally couldn't wake up. And I was like, yo, I've never felt this tired ever. Anyway, get to my parents' house. And my my younger sister had one more pregnancy test left. And I'm just like, you know what? Let me just take this because it's been some, it's been a week and some change. And this chicken ain't showing up. Literally, the moment I peed on that stick, it was a digital one. It popped up pregnant. Literally, I was like, oh, fuck. Literally, that's what I said. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, I'm supposed to be breaking up with this dude. Like, wait, this is this is not funny. Y'all, y'all ready for the kicker? Boom. I told Shorty, right? Tell him. And he's just like, What? I was like, yeah, I figured out what's been going on with my stomach lately. And he was like, you know, just go to the doctor and make sure. Sometimes, you know, those things aren't accurate. So I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. 
he's like you still in um you still in new york i'm like yeah i'm heading back to philly though in like two days and then i'll make the appointment made the appointment that doctor stamped it official i was 10 weeks pregnant eight eight weeks 10 weeks whatever something like that i just stared at the paper for the longest time and my biggest thing wasn't even calling him to tell him, like, yeah, it's right. My biggest thing was calling my parents. Because I'm like, yo, I came out here to go to school. Yo, I done messed up big time. Anyway, I called him, told him, and he was like, what you want to do? And I'm just like, what? Now, mind you. The second time we had a scare, I made it very clear to him. And I, I had, like, we had talked about it just talking throughout the course of our relationship. Um, and I was just like, you know, I'm really not a big fan of abortion. It's just, it's just not my thing. You know, if I, if I have a kid, I'll have a kid. And I had said to him the second scare that I wanted to start, like, a family at 25. Please be very careful about what you put out there in the atmosphere, y'all. Be careful. <laughs> because that's literally what I got for my 25th birthday. <laughs> literally. But it went from what do you want to do to this man literally calling my phone day in, day out. You better get a fucking abortion. You like. It was a side of shorty I had never seen before. Never seen. And I was just like, yo, are you crazy? What is wrong with you? Calling my phone, blowing up my phone. What you going to do? What you going to do? You got to take the pill. You got to go do this. You got to go do that. You can't do it but for so long. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I'm not going to do any of that. Mind you, I'm getting stressed. I'm aggravated because he's literally just calling my line every day, all day. Even call me with some chick on the phone who said it was his sister or his cousin or something to that degree and she was like yeah you gotta go ahead and do this i'm like yo who is this on my phone you call me with some chick on the phone are you out of your mind if you don't get out of here it was bad y'all it was it was bad like it was really bad when i told my parents my dad was like i'm not even mad i'm just extremely disappointed and you know when your parent not mad at you, but they disappointed, yo, that feels worse. You would prefer them to be mad at you. Like, you would really, like, you please just be mad at me. Don't be disappointed. Be mad. That joint hurt. So I'm upset. I'm already in my bag. I'm just like, yo, this is just, yo, this this is horrible. This is horrible. I was like, this literally cannot be any more worse. Oh, but it did. But it did. I was cleaning my bathroom one day and I lived like on the the first floor and there was no windows in my bathroom. So after I cleaned my bathroom, I went to go lay down and I was living with my girlfriend had moved in with me at the time. So I go to the bathroom in like the middle of the night. She, she was always like a night owl. So she was up listening to music or whatever. And I go to the bathroom, there's blood. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, shut out, shut out. And I'm calling her. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So she goes to Koya doctor, Koya doctor, call my doctor. And my doctor said, give it, give it a few minutes. See if it, if it stops, just see if it stops. I said, okay, if it doesn't stop, you need to come in. It actually stopped maybe like 
not even five minutes later, but it just stopped. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, you need to come in. Let's check. Let's see how things are going. She she came with me that day, and we went into the we went to the doctor. Get to the doctor's office, and they're doing a the sonogram. And I'm laying there, and the lady asks me, "Do twins run in your family?" And I'm like, "What?" Literally, as the word "why" was coming out of my mouth, she swung the screen around to me, and there I saw two little jelly beans on the screen my girlfriend is crying hysterically oh my god i'm so happy for you i'm looking at the screen like what the fuck like (laughs) i'm sorry excuse my language i'm literally like yo what we'll continue this another day another time doesn't mean i'm gonna continue it next week but that is um yeah that's how the twins came to be the twins. <laughs> it it um it it goes a little bit deeper than that. And at another time when I'm really ready to like discuss that, I will definitely discuss that with y'all. But if there's anything that you take away from that when you are in a relationship and you feel like the relationship has ended or it's run its course, just walk away right then and there. Especially if the person is not treating you how you feel you should be treated. Or you see signs of just things that don't seem right. And to this day, I, I, I thought about it when I was talking to my therapist. And I was like, he was 30. I was 23. We have much in common. Like, we had total different responsibilities. Like, he had two houses he was paying a mortgage on and I was a college student without a can of world he had a whole full-time job me I'm just like ah, I want to work I work I don't no I won't so our responsibilities were different mind frames were also different it, it was a lot it was a lot to take in so yeah I don't know if that story might relate to somebody or like girl Oh, I will throw this in for y'all, though. Years later, maybe when the twins were two, I found out that he was cheating. And that's the reason why he pushed the abortion so much. I ended up leaving Philly after I found out that I was having twins. My mom was like, you got to come home. You got to come home. This man ain't acting right. You, There's no way you can stay in Philly. Who's going to help you raise some babies? Who's going to help you take care of them? My mom? I'm a twin. So why would I not leave? Why would I not leave? My parents, my aunt, my uncle came, packed me up. And my, I had a dog at the time. My dog now lives with my, my mom. My, my parents, rather. Packed me up in the dog. And we moved back to New York. And that was in 2000, early 2009. But y'all be great. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. And if you're going to be at Duce Palooza, please look for me because I will be there too. Duce in hand. (laughs) Y'all enjoy. Later.